Welcome to Funny Parents, everybody. I am Mary Trace Archibald. And I am Pat Shea. And we are so happy to be here. Happy 2021. Happy 2021. We did it, everybody. Exactly. Just like we forecasted, it all, it's over now, right? <laughs> yep. And life is completely back to normal. All done. <laughs> right? Anyway, thank you, uh, everyone, for listening, making 2020 and making Funny Parents truly one of the highlights of 2021. 2020 for us for us absolutely yes and thank you for our most recent review yes from, from cjss10 Woohoo! did i read that yes. right yes and team parenting is the title of it i love hearing these stories thank you for being willing to put it out there the good the bad the ugly because that is parenting yeah you have to laugh maybe not in the moment but if you don't you will go crazy just a joy. Uh, and, and that's you. the thing. That's it. It's the good, the bad, and the ugly, and usually all at exactly the same time. Yes. Yeah. Um, and sometimes I'm la- I'm laughing because I'm going crazy. Right. Better to be the, the, the mad person. Yeah. Like mad crazy as opposed to mad mad. Fair enough. Speaking of which, actually, this is not a segue at all. No. I'll just point out we have a website. Dun, dun, dun. There is a website and there's a domain name and everything funnyparentspodcast.com. And there is a, a link there to the merch page on Redbubble that actually, if you click on it, it it actually shows you merchandise as opposed to one single random object. <laughs> and so we're really proud of that. And yes, maybe we had to call Mary's 20-year-old niece and have her help us through that. Um, but it happened. Exactly. And you can find links there to all the episodes. Uh, and if you're curious what th- these storytellers look like, there yes. will always be a picture of them up there. Um, and as well, you can go to funnyparentspodcast.com and join our mailing list. Yes. What? And this mailing list, I'm actually kind of excited. We're going to email about once a month. Yes. And it's going to be about once a month, guys, because it took us two months to get a website up. So exactly. once a month, we would send you... You don't have to count on our organization. <laughs> We would send you uh, an email with links to the episodes, as well as uh, a page or two of writing prompts. I am a big believer in journaling and trying to chronicle all these little moments that Mm -hmm. uh, I'm afraid I will forget. And let's be honest, I will forget. I have terrible, terrible long-term memory. Great short-term, terrible long-term. So... There's just fun little writing prompts for ways for you to remember what's going on right now with you and your kids this month. Uh, And that will be part of our monthly newsletter. Yeah. And now we should get to my son. (laughs) Yes. Not my biological son. My theatrically adopted son or adopted in theater son. Years ago, I did a musical parody of Little House on the Prairie. And uh, and I had two Alberts, one in Chicago. And, he was and, Charles Ingalls, but yes. he was oh, Pa. I was Pa Ingalls. Yes, I played Pa Ingalls. I had a magnificent wi- wig yes. and uh, and really hot woolen pants. And I would, I would sing very soulful songs, some of which I sang to my newly adopted son, Albert. And, uh, and, and my New York Albert, was this fellow that we're going to hear from now, Paul Lucart. And Paul, after uh, after his time with, with our show, Little House on the Parody, he got with uh, a 
great guy, Steve Gadlin, and they created uh, two Eastern European comedy characters called Sasha and the Noob, who eventually hosted a game show that was really big in Chicago uh, called Don't Spit the Water. It actually did make it to television for one episode. And uh, Paul's character, the Noob, actually had been through a terrible childhood trauma and uh, and does not speak. He never speaks. He just plays a slide whistle. Uh, luckily, though, we're not uh, hearing a story from the noob because it would be silent or just slide whistling sounds. Uh, we're hearing from Paul Lucart talking about uh, the first of his three daughters and the first time he and his wife tried to do just a really simple weekend getaway. Because they thought it would be the same as before. Have a listen. Yeah, I, so our first two children were born in Chicago. And our, our third was born here in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, with with parenting and and. And I don't mean to speak as if it's sort of a universal experience. I think the best advice I got about parenting before I became a parent was from Steve Gadlin, who said, don't take anybody's advice. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's pretty spot on. <laughs> so there's definitely, a as you all know, there's a universality to it. But there's also everybody's got their own unique experience. So, you know, we had this, our first child, Imogen, our daughter. And... um you know, there's a way that you're like, okay, we we have a life that we're inviting this child into. Um, I say inviting; she's being born into this life. <laughs> <laughs> so, so she comes into our life, and we have this baby, and and I probably this is one of the universal things, but I my wife gives birth and she's done a fantastic job and the baby is gone for a few seconds to, you know, the nurse is taken. So, and so I'm comforting my wife, not comforting, but just saying, Hey, great, great job. You, this is awesome. You did really well. <laughs> and, uh, and then the nurse comes over with this baby and puts her in my arms and then walks the fuck away. <laughs> oh my God. Like, I have this baby now. So we have, so we, as you do, you go home from the hospital with the baby Mm-hmm. And uh, we were living on the west side at that time, uh, like in Northern California, and so oh, we wow. yeah. a straight shot down like Chicago Avenue and or North Avenue actually. Yeah, and um, get there, and and so we're just like sort of like, well, what do we do? We have this baby. This baby can't really contribute much to the family now. It's a baby. So what do we try and do like sort of normal stuff, like as normal as we can? And so probably our child was about six months old and we said, okay, let's, um, it's, I, I think it was maybe early fall. And we said, well, what we're going to do is we're going to, this baby is now six months old, old enough to do stuff, which we had no idea that's not old enough to do anything. True. Yeah. So we said, we're going to go on a camping trip uh, to Indiana Dunes. It's not far away, you know, it's sure. five minutes from the city, but it's far enough away to feel like we're camping. So we got this, we rented this campground. And we drove out there, and it was sort of like in an after work hour. So, so we we thought, well, this will be fine. We can get there. We'll, we've, we've got this little baby camper sort of bed <laughs> in the tent. Um, and and she she was a, a for the most part a very easy baby. Uh, the, the difficult ones came later, but the first one, <laughs> was like fairly easy. 
And yeah. so we said, well, this will be perfect. Like we can take her camping. We can take her like, I don't know, skydiving. Like this will be no problem. So, <laughs> uh, we take her t- uh, on this camping trip and it's Friday night and in the, in the Indiana Dunes state park where we've rented this campground. And at first things are going okay. Like we're, we're at the little picnic table at our campsite and we're feeding, feeding her and, uh, my wife and I, my wife Emily and I are, are, you know, we're having a good time and we're making a little campfire and set the tent up and there's room in there for the for Imogen to sleep in her little baby little baby camp bed between the two of us and our <laughs> yeah, it's like a really sort of like this is and th- and that's one of those moments of where the parenting gods are like we're about to fuck you <laughs> and. <laughs> you know that because everything seems to be going really well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that definitely happened. Uh so I you know, we were in the fall on the shores of Lake Michigan, forgetting that in the fall on the shores of Lake Michigan it gets really cold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have this baby and we're like, well, it starts out fairly slow. We're like, well, we, I feel kind of guilty that we're here with a baby in the cold, but not guilty enough to do anything about it. We'll just cover her up a little bit more. And at a certain point, she starts, the our child starts to cry. Um, and we're like, well, it's, you know, that's maybe she's uh, hungry. So we'll feed her a little bit more. Okay. Maybe she's got a burp. Okay. We'll try the burp thing. And nothing is working. And. Oh. The obvious thing is that we're camping with a six-month-old. That's the problem. <laughs> but that didn't occur to us. So um, and this, this is one of those campgrounds where there are sort of – we're not roughing it. There's a campground and there's sort of sure. campsites where there are other, other people camping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Getting later, people have gone to bed. They, they usually have these like – these campgrounds have like a quiet time. So like 10 o'clock, you got to be quiet, you know, whatever. Right. It's past 10 o'clock and our baby is very loud and oh. we're feeling this. Nobody has come over and said anything to us. Nobody has even um, done anything to make us feel uncomfortable. We're feeling this like the yeah. tons of people. Mm-hmm. Right now. Yeah. Uh, which maybe was true. I don't know, but we're like, how do we make this baby be quiet and go to sleep? All of a sudden this weekend is seeming like it's lasting forever, even though we've only been there like a couple hours. <laughs> And uh, at a certain point, and I think it was me who got fed up, and I was like, fuck this, we're going back. This is not <laughs> working. And well, at this point, my wife and I are sort of at each other's throats because uh, we have realized our mistake but have not yet admitted <laughs> it to ourselves. Um, yeah. So we're, we're trying to – whatever. We're just trying to get out of there. So right. I, go, I go and I'm and I'm really sort of fed up. And so when you're fed up, you know, you do everything sort of very quick and jerkily. So like, get this tent, we take this fucking tent apart. <laughs> and I get into the and we we have this little Volkswagen that we drove out there. And I get oh. into the Volkswagen and some and I was like, cut open the fucking trunk. I push the button on the key fob and oh no, <gasps> and I set the alarm off. Oh. So we have this screeching baby that we're trying to calm down and we're trying to get out of there so we can give everybody else some peace. And I've set the damn alarm off. Oh my and, gosh. And so the, the baby, which obviously makes the baby louder. So there's like this sure. sort of three part harmony of the car freaking out, the baby crying and me cussing loudly. And, <laughs> and then probably the, 
the under the undertone was the pitter patter of my wife's tears, letting uh, oh. the rhythm section of like, why have we done this? So <laughs> we we get everybody loaded up. I don't even remember how I turned the car. I think because at that point, once all all sort of reason and logic and intellectual type thinking is totally gone, right? And so I'm like, the only way probably to turn this car off is to just set the car on fire. I don't know how to <laughs> turn off the car alarm. <laughs> The answer is like push the button; that'll turn me off. <laughs> right. Yeah, um, but I don't think about that. And so we get everybody in the car, and we get out of there. We probably left half our camping shit in the site, and oh. tore the hell out of there, and went back to Chicago. And it's a forty-five minute drive with this crying baby. And my wife and I are—we have not um, probably we didn't speak to each other <laughs> until we got back to Chicago. And <laughs> laid the baby down in her crib, where of course she probably fell immediately asleep. And it was one of those moments of like, hey, I, uh, this wasn't what I thought it was going to be. And the other one of us was like, yeah, I know it, it's not. And, you know, I'm glad we're on this journey together because for a second there, I, I thought I had figured it out, but oh. absolutely not. And we kind of looked at each other like, yeah, no, neither of us have figured this out. And it's nice to be figuring it out together. And now I'm happy to report that our nine and a half year old is uh, is healthy and not freaked out about tents and the car and stuff. <laughs> but that is not the thing that scarred her for life. Probably some other stuff. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that, that's what happened. That was uh, sort of an early introduction to parenting for us. Oh that's amazing. But then the real question, yeah. have you camped since? Right. We have, we have camped in our backyard a couple of times. We haven't. We haven't- <laughs> So camping's a thing. She's going to put down camping. I'm not going to put down camping. I Camping's a thing in our house. It's a uh, big thing. It's something that I grew up with. It's something that I am dying to take my kids camping. And uh, Mary's only experience of camping was a college boyfriend who seemed to think that camping meant sleeping in the car. <laughs> Yes, I will say that was like my experience with it, which so I've since yeah. discovered that's not actually camping. That, that's not camping. And I, I want to take her and the kids on some proper camping. And this is a yearly sort of thing. And, and as time goes by, she keeps getting the kids to agree with her. So but it's interesting now, but it made me think of Paul and Paul actually shared with us after uh recording the story that after this experience, they started with indoor camping. Mm hmm to get used to the idea where they would just all sleep in the living room and it's indoor camping. I am a hundred percent behind indoor camping. Well, if that's where we have to start, we still have to get a tent. Yes. I will what say I- Pat's from Colorado. I'm from New York. This is like one of our inherent differences. Exactly. And uh, if you would like to weigh in on this, on the pros or cons of camping, uh, drop by. We're still going to use the Facebook page, facebook.com slash funnyparents, and we'll put a prompt up there and tell us your thoughts. Camping, pro or con, why? Convince me that I should take my kids camping. Yes, convince Mary that 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 we should go camping as a family. Really, I'm the obstacle. So feel free to target me and tell me why I should take my kids. We go hiking, to be like clear. Mm-hmm. I'll go for a nice yeah. walk, and then I'm happy to check into a hotel. Um, and 
Go on over to funnyparentspodcast.com and join our mailing list. And as always, thank you so much for listening. Yeah. We so appreciate it. Have a great week, couple of weeks, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.